Hello, this is Alec Wilkinson and Sailing Uncovered has come to Portsmouth in the United Kingdom for the launch of INEAS Team UK's America's Cup boat. It's the fourth team to launch. Uh, the Kiwis launched in Auckland last week and the Americans launched in Newport, Rhode Island. And a few days ago, the Italians with Luna Rossa Prada launched in Sardinia. I think it was. And now we are in Portsmouth. And I tell you what, the omens are good because we've just watched the uh, ceremony uh, the boat naming ceremony and uh, the placing of it in the water and the sun has shone the skies were blue it hasn't rained and it was actually quite warm which is the first time in probably a couple of weeks uh, so that is significant i feel now the boat's in the water, uh, the clouds have come in and I suspect it's going to start raining very soon and the wind's got up as well as you can probably hear on the microphone. The boat has been named Britannia and very cleverly within the name Britannia, which of course was um, uh, well, it's an historic name uh, for British sailing and for the America's Cup, uh, but significantly within that name of course is Rita which is the name that uh, Ben Ainsley has given to all his world championship and Olympic title winning boats. So, all the omens are there, but let's have a little walk around and see um, see who we can find, because really the royalty of uh, sailing is here. Anybody who's anybody is uh, here to uh, wish the boat well. Um, so let's just take a little walk around, see who we can find. So Robin Knox Johnson, um, we've just seen Britannia launched and yeah, it's a proud moment for everyone involved in British sailing. I think it's a tremendous moment and here we've got the cutting edge, probably the most modern yacht in Britain at the moment. We want to see her up against the competition from other countries, but she looks right and uh, you just feel maybe we're going to get it this time. Um, now you've been involved, you know, helping promote it, and I know you've voiced a few videos for the team and so on. Why, why, why have you got involved in, in this? Uh, well, two reasons. Obviously, I'd like Britain to win the cup. Um, another reason is that uh, Ben is uh, by far our best hope to do it. And the third reason is Ben's a very old friend. So when he says, "Can you do this?" Of course, the answer is yes. Could we just take a step a little bit further away from the band? Um, we're playing some fine music. I think it's the um, is it the Royal Navy Band. Yeah. There, we can hear you better now. So, um, yes, you've known the Ainsleys for a while. Oh, I mean, I knew Ben's parents before Ben arrived on the scene. They did the first Whitbread race. Um, so I've known Ben really all his life, and I have a lot of time for him. He's a friend. Uh, he's also, I think, our best hope for winning the America's Cup. What qualities do you think he, he brings to it that could win the America's Cup? Look, anyone who five successive Olympic Games get a silver and four golds has got to have what we need to win the America's Cup. There's no one else in the world who's achieved that in sailing, and that's why I think Ben is the best man for it. He's also extremely aggressive when he gets on the water, although you wouldn't think it when you meet him off the water. Now, technologically, it's about as advanced as it gets. Um, are you stunned by how sailing has developed technologically since, you know, the days when you were circumnavigating the globe? I think what we've seen in the last 50 years in development in sailing boats is equivalent to the Wright Brothers to Concorde. And of course the latest revolution of these foils, and they're beginning to spread in competitive racing all over the place, and they'll spread further I'm sure. But it's a, a leap forward, I mean it isn't a, an evolution, it's a revolution. Um, how 
how relevant do you think these sorts of boats are to today's sailors though? It's the development that comes from them. It's all the little things we learn that improve sailing. You know, 50 years ago you could say the single-handers were introducing things like self-steer and rolling sails. Um, it's now moved on to the America's Cup. All the new ideas that come forward get experimented with. Because there's a big budget, you can afford to experiment. One of the reasons why we don't do so well in um, open 60s, uh, you know, around the world, is because we don't get the sponsorship that the French get, apart from Alex Thompson, obviously. Yet the, we've got some very good sailors that can't get sponsorship. So if we had that sponsorship, we could go and push things and try more things out. The French have got it at the moment. They, they get the benefits because they can afford to spend on experimentation. Okay, thank you very much. Pleasure. Giles Scott, the new boat is in the water. How exciting yeah. is that? Yeah, it is. It's a massive moment for us. We've, um, you know, we've been we've been gagging for a while now to get out on the on the water in it, and to, to finally have it touch the Solon is uh, it's a big big day for us all. Now the fact is that until you get in it and you try sailing it, you're not actually quite sure what it's going to do, how it's going to react. Is that right? So how, how dangerous yeah. is that? Well. Yeah, there is an element of unknown when we put it in the water, but we've been sailing this boat in our simulator for about a year now. Um, so in the virtual world, anyway, we're reasonably advanced at sailing it. Um, but the, I suppose the real trick is how that translates to reality. Um, and with the, the smaller test boat that we had out on the water a few months ago, um, we did a lot of cross-validation against our sim with that. So we, we're reasonably confident with how the boat should perform um, but the truth is always in getting it out on the water and seeing how the systems work in real life so 11 crew is that right yeah how uh, how how do you divide that work up what are, what are the roles on board well there'll be um, yes as you say there's 11 crew um, there'll be at least there'll be around about eight grind eight, eight grinders uh, a couple of trimmers uh, will be uh, running uh, a helm and, helm and pilot so um, yeah I think most of the most boats will, that you'll see in the next America's Cup will run a similar a similar a similar setup um, but in honesty there's still a bit of uh, a bit of golf in exactly how we're going to sail and race these boats let's break that down so the grinders we know they're, they're on the handles what does uh, the pilot do between the, the the houndsman and the trimmers they all have to look after steering the boat looking after the, the the role of the boat and also looking after the heave and pitch of the boat so that's uh, effectively three roles but i won't go into the detail of how we're gonna how we're gonna manage that you'll have to wait and see for all that um, but do you actually know yet how you're going to manage that that's been decided or is that still to be decided once you get on the actual boat itself yeah so that's one of the that's one of the uh, the the big uses of the simulator is to work out all that. So yeah, we've got a, a pretty firm grip of uh, certainly how we how we're going to start. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll leave it at that. No detail, <laughs> I'm afraid there. <laughs> um, I don't know how much of the other boat launches you've you've seen, um, the Americans and the Kiwis and the Italians yeah. the other day. Uh, how what what are the main differences? Well, I think the main differences are, I think the the hulls are clearly very different um, and I suppose the, where you target your performance whilst the boat is floating uh, has led to those differences in shapes um, 
and actually as, as well as that all the foils are reasonably different as well you have um the italians uh the the u.s team and ourselves running a, a setup with uh, with a bulb uh, and the kiwis have got this blended bulb foil um which is uh you know, which which visually is is very is very different, and then how you actuate the flaps is really where the where um, you know the, I suppose the unknowns are. So the Americans and have, have gone for stability. The the Kiwis I think have gone uh, more for getting it up on on the foils as quickly as possible. Um, what what does the UK what does Ineos Team UK's design you know target? If you're not floating, the hull is nothing but a but a shell to hold the foils um, so uh, we, we we focused our design uh, in the in the hull around uh, pure displacement sailing um, and when we, when the when we when we signed this off we had uh, it, it was one year ago so um, you know the the understanding of how the the courses are going to set up um, was you know pretty pretty new to us and I think that that's one of the reasons why you see such a big spread in in hull shapes um, and if I was to, to guess, I'd imagine that um, boats will begin to, uh, to to narrow in the in the second second evolution. But that being said, every boat out there has positives and negatives. If you see what I mean, they they they'll they'll be good in certain areas and they'll be bad in, in bad in others. And I think that's one of the most exciting things is to and that's one of the most important things for 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 ourselves and any team out there is to work out what you want to target and what's going to make the difference for the racing and of course you do get a second chance to change anything with your second boat yeah absolutely you get a you get a boat you get a second boat um and generally speaking the second boat will normally be uh you know a uh, i suppose a, a, a certainly a step on from from the first boat and how big a step that is I mean, we'll uh, yeah we'll have to wait and see. time will tell Let's just briefly talk about your Olympic campaign because uh, the other day the British Olympic team named its first athletes to go to Tokyo. You were one of them uh, in the Finn class. Um, how, how have you? Uh, what have you been up to? The usual question is how do you juggle the two, you know, your two roles? But uh, we know you work hard and, and, and somehow you manage it. Um, but what have you been up to and how are you feeling about Tokyo? Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good about Tokyo um, obviously as you say I have a, an awful lot of juggling to do uh, and my time management is going to be pretty pretty key to that um, but recently I've uh, I've been out at the Olympic test event um, out in Tokyo I did a good build up to that and effectively how I how I run is I, I run a reasonably full fin program and whenever I'm not away sailing I'm I'm here in Portsmouth helping out at the base in the simulator um, who covers for you when you're not here well we, it's the good thing about having a having a team we uh, you know we have a we've got a good setup and there's always other people to to, to, to fill in uh, we work as a group it's, it's not like um, it's not like there's absolute individual onus over anything we're a working group um, so so yeah it, it, I suppose it, it gives you the ability to uh, to disappear for a few weeks here and there to, to, get, to go and do some sailing Finally uh, when are we going to see you in Enoshima when are you going to head out there um, first of all uh, I'll probably head out May and 
June, I'd imagine. Uh, still piecing that together with with Matt, my coach. Um, yeah, so May, June, and then a uh, long trip for the Games. And potentially the very last ever Finn gold medal. Yep, exactly. It will. It, 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 I mean, it, it looks that way certainly, uh, which is which is a shame for for me personally. Obviously, it, it, its timing is <laughs> just fine. Uh, I think with, with where I am in my sailing career, but yeah, a real shame for any of those uh, younger guys coming through. Well, best of luck uh, with with the America's Cup. Thank you very much. We've come into the base now, upstairs, third floor in the bar area with the most amazing views out across uh, Portsmouth to catch up with Ben Ainsley, the skipper. And um, there's a, a nice sort of purr of hospitality going on up here. That must be quite satisfying. The boat's in the water, the launch is done, and your sponsors are, are here and supporting you. Yeah, that's right. It's a big team effort today, getting this boat in the water. You know, 90,000 design hours and 50,000 odd. Uh, construction hours so huge huge team effort to see it all come together successfully get the boat in the water to have you know Jim and John and Andy the team from Ineos a lot of friends and families and partners here yeah happy it's a big milestone for the team really and but of course the hard work doesn't stop here we're straight into testing the boat this afternoon and tomorrow and getting out in the water Um, now what a lot of people are going to be doing is lining up photos of the boats, all the different boats that have been launched in the last fortnight and comparing them. Um, I'm sure you've looked at those photos. How's yours different? Well, our boat, as you probably see, is quite powerful. Uh, the American boat is reasonably similar in, in that sense. And the Italian and the New Zealand boats are um, kind of uh, a little bit sleeker, I guess, if that's the right word. And they, they both sport a kind of a blister or bubble on the on the keel line of the yacht and so those are quite different philosophies really and you know there are gains gains to that pros and cons to both of those philosophies and you know the next couple of months i think is going to be really critical in terms for all the teams working out you know where those different designs fit whether where they're successful whether they're not where they have some weaknesses and putting that into the design of the second boat i was just talking to giles scott earlier who said you know you have spent many many hours in the simulator um, but is there still a there must be a sense of trepidation getting on the boat for the very first time yeah. and trying to sail yeah. it yeah for sure because simulation is fantastic but it's it's never quite real life the dynamics of this boat um, will be very interesting to see how that performs and that will tell us a lot i think about where we go in the future with the design um, so c- can you just explain the um how the crew on board how you're going to divide them up and what their roles are going to be yeah, we've got 11 crew on board. We've got a reasonably good idea about where the guys will go and uh, weight placement and things like that. But again, that's just something we'll, we'll play around with a little bit and try and fine-tune that as we go along. So two years from, from the next Cup, um, comparing it to your last campaign, uh, where, where are you? Oh, well, we're in a much, as you'd imagine, really, because we were a first-generation team last time and we were late getting going compared with the opposition. And so uh, we were ultimately playing catch-up and trying to build an organisation at the same time. It's, seriously hard um, but we've much more mature organisation now from the learnings from the last cup and some of the people that have come in and joined us you know guys like Grant Simmer obviously Nick Holroyd and uh, you know a lot of key people have joined since the last cup and so we're much further ahead than we were last time um, I'm really proud of the team I think we've got a really strong team still incredibly challenging as ever certainly this new class concept of boat is incredibly challenging just the energy it saps in terms of 
building and operating and and then the design process and and so that is really really intense for the team but they're handling it well and uh, we've got to just be smart about the decisions that we make from here on in what what are the what's the thing the main thing about the team that will help you bring the america's cup back to britain adaptability i think you know again this new concept of boat as we saw i think in san francisco in 2013 as uh, you know so much development of a new class of boat you have to have an organization that can adapt and can constantly develop and push and push and i think we have that here we've got a really good group of open-minded people you know our designers are very open-minded they engage a lot with the sailors and likewise the sailors are really interested in the design and development and that that's critical then you need a shore team and boat building team that can react to that and get those changes onto the boat and again i think we, i think we have a really strong group there so we, we must keep pushing that and try and try and keep that ethos together yeah. okay ben best of luck millions of people want to speak to you thanks a lot well, that's it for this special edition of Sailing Uncovered from the INEOS Team UK base in Portsmouth uh, in England. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. And really, from now until 2021, the battle begins in earnest on the waters for the next America's Cup. <laughs>